0: Save 10%. doing it's trump day it's january 10th it's your morning ritual me and garrett lewis knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk what a day this is going to be a heck of i mean every day should be honestly a heck of four hours but this is really going to be a heck of a four hours i'm just telling you three things that i think you need to know number one. Oh baby looks like i there's a according to Martha McSally looks like uh, there could be a major immigration bill uh, introduced. She's part of it. and I'll get to details. Don't you worry about that Oh will I get to details uh, But the media and some Trump lovers freaked out on him yesterday and some media loved him yesterday after that TV show he did basically in in DC. turns out uh, that the immigration bill that she is part of, she and three others, uh, maybe even tougher than what Trump even wanted. Alex, this is good news. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that Martha, it looks like she's going to announce she's running for Senate on Friday. So you're going to have Martha, you're going to have Sheriff Joe, oh boy. And then you're going to have also uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, who's going to join us at 710 this morning to talk about all of this and more and DACA and you, everything, everything. Martha's going to do this. Maybe it's all starting to make sense, huh? Uh, third thing I think you need to know the Tucson City Council voted uh, to make the hands free ordinance they have primary, meaning, uh, and it's not a done deal. They got to bring it back and vote on it in a couple of weeks uh, at a meeting. But they basically have said no, no more is this going to be a secondary fence. Now they want to give the police the ability to pull you over if you're driving in Tucson because you are using your phone in a non-hands-free way. You just have it, like, up to your ear. Now, in the past, it would be a secondary offense. Like, if they saw you driving, they couldn't pull you over, but if they, gave you, like, if they, if they got you speeding and saw that, they could write you a ticket for it. It was a secondary offense. Now they're like, you know what, primary, primary, primary. But, uh, shockingly enough, a couple of uh, council members voted against it. They didn't like the idea of it. One, Richard Fimbres, made sense because he's like, what about distracted motorcyclists, distracted bicyclists, distracted people on scooters, I mean... When does it end? And that's good. Um, Regina Romero voted against it because she thought that it was uh, it was racist because now more Hispanics will be pulled over. Because I mean, everything about her is race. We'll get to that. That's insulting. To of me. course. Well, everything's insulting to you, as oh. it should be. By the way, that's insulting to me that your ringers on. My alarm saying I'm late. That too. <laughs> At 6:15, I'm late. Hey, coming in late, overslept. Three things I think you need to know. No, no, no. So we have that, which is cool. Now, um, wait, wait. Before we get started, you like my little surprise I left you? Oh I yeah, you I, you I a saw surprise. that. I always wondered that was you. <laughs> uh, it's not worth mentioning. Uh, it's not. It's not worth mentioning because I don't want to give that person any. <laughs> I don't want them to think that there's anything to it. You know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Are you getting it? You wait till you read it. If well later right. later so that's cool uh so no, yeah so the media this is what's funny okay trump has this uh this basically a tv show Showing the American public, hey, media, roll on us talking about DACA and stuff. We'll find out what people really think. We're going to expose them. I'm going to let people know that I am doing this. And I heard Rush yesterday. He said he thinks that Trump had this whole big setup to prove that he's in command because he was in command of these other 23 lawmakers, both sides of the aisle, all chipping in about what they think about DACA and immigration and illegal immigration and you name it. And he knew the issues and he was there. Uh, for the most part, and it was a bit confusing in certain situations, but I'm I, I, I think that I got my hand I have a handle on this. I really do. Um, I think it wasn't just to uh, basically disprove that stupid book uh, that had all kinds of uh, false things about Trump by that Michael Wolf, who's now admitting that he never actually interviewed any cabinet members. But Trump's crazy and this and that and blah 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 I think Trump needs to realize uh, as soon as that statement came out, Uh, about him, uh, you know, you can grab chicks by the... And he still won the election, that nobody's really going to care about anything that is said about him. If people are willing to overlook that, we don't care what's in a book. We consider news to be fake news. Like, he has branded that and made it that way, and it's a brilliant move on his part. I mean, absolutely brilliant move. So, the Trumpster has all these people there, and what I think is going on is that this is the art of the deal to the millionth degree. And I never read the art of the deal, but I'm just saying, but because I never liked Trump. I never liked Trump until he started talking to me. And he was talking to me when he came down that escalator. And when he was in Phoenix the next week after that. That's when he talked to me, okay? Um, now, I think Trump saw what happened in the first year of his presidency and realized, okay, I'm going to try this the normal Washington way. And everything was slow. And it was hard to get things done. And he let Mitch and Paul and these other guys try to do their thing. And that's fine. And year two, he's like, you know, what? we're really going to get things done. I think yesterday what you witnessed was the beginning of Trump lightspeed. And these career politicians don't know how that works. And I get it. Look, the founding father set up the government so nothing is done quickly. So nobody can get in there and really mess up the country and blah, 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 blah. And Obama did a pretty good job of that. Uh, And normally I'd be uh, against, you know, warp speed to a point, except when I think that I I, until I agree with what's going on and I agree with what Trump wants to do. So I think Trump is doing what guys do. Think about it. He had all these members of Congress in and he made these random statements. Random statements like uh, let's play a couple real quick. If you missed it, a couple of these random statements uh, let's, uh, let's do this one. This, this really, uh, got people upset. 64, 64. Uh, Trump, he really, he really pissed off his followers, some of his followers. I don't, I don't, maybe, and you know what, even I was like, hmm, but I had to think about it. This aggravated people. Go ahead.
1: I feel having the Democrats in with us is absolutely vital because this should be a bipartisan bill. This should be a bill
0: of love. Truly, it should be a bill of love and we can do that. Love, that's what Jeb said. What's going on? What's he doing? Of course, that's all the media reported, but if you actually watch, and even some, you know, Ann Coulter lost her mind about this, but she loses her mind about everything. Tucker Carlson went crazy about this, and okay, whatever. Uh, this is just my take. Right after that, and I didn't put it in because it was like four minutes, and I'm like, okay, we get it. But right after he said it's it should be a bill of love, he then said, but it needs to have Security. We need certain things. We need a wall. And then he expanded. We need to end chain migration. He expanded. We need to end the visa lottery. And he expanded. So all of a sudden, it went from, oh, it's a bill about love. He is sucking people in. I think what he is doing is he is letting these Democrats come in. And he is saying such nice things about him. And he's letting the public that may be skeptical of him hear things. And they go, man. He seems to be okay. He seems to be okay. Because there's one other thing that he said that drove people crazy. 65. 65, please, Ryan. Uh, he said this. This drove people crazy. Go ahead. There should be
1: no reason for us not to get this done. And, Chuck, I will say when this group comes back, hopefully with an agreement, this group and others, from the Senate, from the House, comes back with an agreement, I'm signing it. I mean, I will be signing it. What? I'm not going to say, oh, gee, I want this or I want that. I'll be signing it because I have a lot of confidence (laughs) in the people in this room that you're going to come up with something really good.
0: What? You're going to sign whatever? No. No. What does that mean? And let me just tell you something. They lost, the Trump lovers lost their minds. All of a sudden, the media that hated Trump, that for the past, what, week and a half said, he's not right in the head. I mean, the guy's nuts. He's not fit for office. Does he have the fitness? He's not, he's a stable genius. He's unstable. He's crazy. He's crazy. All of a sudden, they went, oh, this is like the greatest thing this guy's ever done. Like, I've never seen anything in Washington like this in the past. So all of a sudden, the media thought this guy needs to be committed and pulled a one eighty, and said, "I've never seen anything like this." And I commend him for bringing everybody together. And this was like really good, and he was like really good, and he let people talk, and he's willing to listen. And then, how do you go from saying, and he just basically disarmed the media one more time. And I don't think some of the people quite understood what he was doing. And I looked at this, and I get this is just what I think. He literally owned them because they went again from dude's nuts needs to be thrown out of office, put in a loony bin. He's crazy. To, oh, this is a really good move. He was really good. Never seen anybody do this. This is remarkable. This is fantastic. how So he just basically stole any credibility the media had with people away. Because how how can you believe anything they say now? How can you? How do you go from being a nut job to brilliant in a matter of days? I thought it was, a, this guy is going, I'm t- and listen, this really is not, What I'm about. It's not natural for me to be gloating over this kind of stuff because I generally don't trust any politicians, but I don't see him as a regular politician. So I see Trump doing this, and he has these people in this room and does 45 minutes of uh, must watch TV, must see TV. I'll put the whole thing on my page at knst.com and on my Facebook page if you missed it. It really was interesting, uh, if you'd like. And I'll put, you know, clips up throughout the show as well. He did all this to basically shut up his critics. His critics all of a sudden started praising him. And what's funny is that some of the hardcore followers, the talkers, the anchors started going crazy on him. How can you do this? This is not what you ran on. What do you mean? What are you doing? What do you think? Blah, 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 blah. And now all of a sudden he has these Democrats in there, Feinstein, Schumer, Durbin, and he's saying nice things about them. He's saying nice things about him. I don't think that they even know where he's coming from, because they're like, okay, he's saying he's going to sign anything, but let me tell you something. He was asked to number 69 real quick. 69. Oh, what? Number 69. The report, there was a reporter who said, hey, uh, and it's hard to hear, Mr. President, it sounds like you're uh, changing a little bit. Like, you know, are you okay with getting a deal on DACA without a wall? Because he's saying nice things. I'll sign anything you want. You'll do this. Then the president said this.
1: Uh, no, there uh, wouldn't uh, be. No, there wouldn't be. You need it. John, you need the wall. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I'd love not to build the wall, but you need the wall. And I will tell you this. The ICE officers and the Border Patrol agents, I had them just recently up. They say, if you don't have the wall, you know, in certain areas, obviously, that aren't protected by nature. If you don't have the wall, you cannot have security. You just can't have it. It doesn't work. We need a certain portion of that border to have the wall. If we don't have it, you can never have security. Uh, you can never stop that portion of drug that comes through that area yes it comes through planes and lots of other ways and ships but a lot of it comes through the southern border you can never fix the situation without additional wall and we have to fix existing wall that we already have
0: so wait a second he says I'll sign anything you want and people are like oh my god what if the walls are there but then he says right after that no no we need a wall it's got to happen it's the power of persuasion And these dopey members of Congress that are lifetime politicians that don't know how to move quickly are going to get owned. You know how Trump during the campaign was like, oh, we're going to have the best negotiators because these guys are killers. They're killing." That's all part of negotiation. You charm people. You tell them what they want. You manipulate their mind. You do this. You don't even realize that you do this. When you go to buy a car, you do this. When you uh, see something you want to buy online at Craigslist, you go to a flea market, whatever it might be. You try to sweet talk people to get the best deal you possibly can. I looked at what happened yesterday, and I think that's exactly what he is doing. Because all of a sudden, these Democrats are like, oh, he has a lot of faith in us. He's going to, you know, he's ready to play ball and listen to stuff like that. And he said nice things. Okay, he wants to hear what we have to say. Oh, but he said we have to have a wall. Well, okay, I didn't really want the wall, but now he wants to listen to us. Maybe I can hear what he has to say. We can come to, come to an agreement. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can do something like that. I'm telling you it it was the art of the deal negotiation again how do you think he gets stuff done he's gotten stuff done as, de- as a developer building making land deals uh making deals to get you know uh, contracts done with subcontractors builders develop it's all that way to get the best deal possible the best deal possible as a matter of fact I'll do another quick one coming up in uh, in five where apparently this is this is why you elected this guy Apparently, uh, a Democratic senator from Hawaii is like, do you really need to build the wall? And, you know, if you, do you really want $18 billion for this? Wait till you hear his response, because then he went after his own Homeland Security director, who people thought Breitbart was all, oh, she's open borders. She worked for the, you know, Bush and this and that. And Maybe she was, but all of a sudden she's tightening up a little bit and changing to do what Trump wants. She's actually done quite well. Wait till you hear what she says about how long it's going to take and what he says how long it's going to take. And then uh, coming up about 40 after... This bill that Martha McSally, i got to give her credit, this bill that may be introduced today is is truly tougher. I mean, the guy with the bill of love, this bill of love is more pro-American than what we even thought. It's just words. He's just painting the picture. You know how Obamacare is supposed to give everybody free insurance, everybody can go better? They manipulated it. They lied. He's using these tools. It's the power of persuasion. You could tell me that I'm wrong. You could agree or disagree. 880-KNST, 880 We'll continue in 5. KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. talk. not wrong there. I know. 632, thank you for hanging out. <laughs> we have a quick soundbite to play for you. And don't forget, Kelly Ward joins me about 7.10 this morning to talk about uh, all of a sudden the Senate uh, race on the GOP side getting very full, very full. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, it's, it's Is it raining where you are? congratulations Thank if it you. is it was actually yeah it's it's <laughs> wet out there 52 overcast 59 for a cloudy we could have some uh, morning showers hang around but then it should dry out and stay cool and then back up to 66 tomorrow and 75 on friday Ta-da! all right really quick here is trump uh being questioned by uh kind of crazy senator from uh, hawaii democrat uh senator democratic senator uh hirono uh and she said a lot we played a lot of things in the, in the past that she said that is why we call her crazy anyway she talks about the border wall and then trump uh addresses his homeland security secretary just listen to this this is why you elected him here we go
2: now you have put it out there that uh, that you want 18 billion dollars for a wall or else there will be no down is that still your
1: position yeah i can build it for less by the way but you want i must tell you i'm looking at these prices somebody said 42 billion This is like the aircraft carrier. It started off at a billion and a half, and it's now at 18 billion. No, we can do it for less. We can do a great job. We can do a great wall, but you need the wall. And I'm now getting involved. I like to build under budget. Okay, I like to go under budget ahead of schedule. There's no reason for seven years also. I heard the other day, please don't do that to me. Seven <laughs> years. So the wall. We can build the wall in one year, <laughs> yes, sir. and we can build it for much less money yes, than sir. what they're talking about. And any excess funds, that we'll have a lot of, whether it's a Woman Rink or whether it's any, I build under budget and I build ahead of schedule. There is no reason to ever mention seven years again, please. I heard that. I said, <laughs> I said, I wanted to come out with a major news conference, Tom, yesterday. No, it can go up quickly, it can go up effectively, and we can fix a lot of the areas right now that are really satisfactory if we renovate those walls and those
0: faces. How about that? Under budget, less money, we're on it. Yes, 634 on KNSD AM 790. Uh, coming up in about five minutes, this bill, and I'll get to give credit where credit's due, that Martha McSally co-wrote. Now, why did she all of a sudden go from bashing trump not supporting trump not really wanting to crack down or say what she wants to do about illegal immigration to all of a sudden being one of the uh lead people one of the four people writing this bill that seems to be extremely tough this bill of love is extremely tough wait till you hear what's inside it and what they what it wants to do what it will accomplish uh why is she doing this we'll talk about it maybe because she wants to run for senate she'll announce on friday we'll see we'll get to that coming up in five here's the latest on knst from fox Elating talk. yes 641 thanks for hanging out at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, 2Rs1T, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. It'll be great. Please do that. And I have the, uh, by the way, I have the uh, the 45-minute straight Trump show yesterday uh, that he that he had the media broadcast everything they wanted to do. Uh, you know, let's not let's not hide anything. What do you think about illegal immigration? Let's just, you know, no more games. Let's get it out. Really, really incredible stuff. Um, really incredible stuff. It's on my page at KnST.com. I'll put it on my Facebook page. I'll tweet it out. I'll do all that stuff. Three things that I think you need to know. Uh number one, it looks like it looks like there's going to be a bill introduced today. And Martha McSally is one of the four people behind it. And it is a very pro-American immigration bill and we'll get into the details but not only does it call for a wall ending chain migration ending the visa diversity lottery it also calls for enacting e-verify which is a big deal and this is the same bill that trump he's playing the game man i'm telling you this may you could call me naive if you want but he's playing the game he called it a bill of love and of course people started flipping out the media started loving him and the people that loved him started to hate him. It's all words. It's all words. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, it looks like Martha McSally's going to jump into the Senate race, along with Sheriff Joe and, of course, uh, Kelly Ward, who's been there before everyone else. Uh looks like there's going to be an announcement on Friday. Her peeps put it out in a fundraising thing. Big announcement coming on Friday. Big announcement Friday, Friday, Friday. So we have that. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, an activist judge out in San Francisco, has temporarily blocked the end of DACA. Yep, Trump said no more DACA, no more uh, DACA permits to be issued. It's unconstitutional. Congress makes laws, not the president. Totally right. A judge supposed to know the law said, nope, that's not fair. You have to continue issuing DACA permits until you guys come up with a law or whatever, a solution. Excuse me? He said not fair. It's not fair. To the people that could benefit from tech. Excuse me? Yeah. So the, the people that you can't, if, if people have never applied before, they can't. But the ones that are currently on if it, if it expires, they're allowed to, uh, to get a new permit. It's activist judge. Activist judge. We'll get into that. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh Martha McSally. Let's hear a couple sound bites. We'll get into this, this thing. Um I put it over Martha. And I'll put this uh I'll put this video up at KNST.com. All of a sudden Martha is becoming a very Trumpian type person. Do you trust it? Do you not trust it? What's going on here? Because she was the you know the next McCain and Flake. She was. And now you wonder, you know, who who is is anybody bankrolling Sheriff Joe to get in? Is it is it Martha to try to divide the Trumpian votes? All of a sudden the ward arpaio uh race. Those those votes get split and then Martha picks up the rest and wins the nomination. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Martha McSally was on Fox News talking about this stuff. Uh, number and this this is what seven. Let's do 71 first. She was pretty tough. Pretty tough. 71 Martha McSally give credit where credit's due. She said this. Here we go.
2: And we believe, again, if you look at on the one side, you see uh, the Democrats are asking for the dream act or nothing. That's a non starter. It's
0: pretty tough. Dream act or nothing, it's a non-starter. Bye. Um, Now, let's do number 70. Let's do number 70. She talked about the immigration bill that she is part of. She and three other uh, members of Congress. Here we go.
2: And after the media left, we uh, we, we got down to uh, more uh, debates too. and discussions, and we've left with a broad agreement of narrowing the topics for the negotiations that will continue on four areas. The first is DACA, the second is border security, the third is chain migration, and the fourth is the visa lottery system. Uh, this is not all of what uh, many of us are looking for, but it, for the scope of what we're uh, addressing here, that's the, the four topics that were agreed to by everybody, and we're going to move forward as early as tomorrow uh, with subsequent meetings to negotiate the details of each of those areas.
0: So Neil Monroe, who is the immigration writer for Breitbart, tweeted out, House immigration bill reform, or House immigration reform bill, seems even more pro-American than President Trump's priorities, in part because it includes mandatory e-verify. She didn't mention that there. Business groups and progressives will not be happy. Yes. Wall Street Journal. Has an article about Martha's bill. Again, that she and a congressman named Bob Goodlett, Congressman Michael McCall, Congressman Raul Labrador, and, and again McSally. They all were part on this. It was developed by them. You ready for this? Wall Street Journal about this bill. A priority of our legislation is to increase and they wrote this by this is this is them. A priority of our legislation is to increase the security of the southern border. Our bill would provide thirty billion dollars to build a wall to invest in new technology, and to improve, modernize, and expand ports of entry. It would add boots on the ground, an additional 5,000 Border Patrol agents, and 5,000 Customs and Border Protection officers. It would provide for the construction of additional ports of entry, and ready for this, a full implementation of the biometric entry-exit system. We've been wanting that. While authorizing the National Guard to provide aviation and intelligence support. It's a big deal. Now here's more. Our bill, they write, would achieve these goals by cracking down. Uh, This would stop uh, illegals or migrants to stop being deported. Our bill would achieve these goals by cracking down on people who overstay their visas, the biometric stuff, by requiring employers to use the accurate and hugely successful e-verify system to ensure they only hire legal workers. And by making it easier to deport aliens or gang members, are aggravated felons who fail to register as sex offenders or have multiple DUIs. Our proposal allows the Justice Department to withhold grants from sanctuary cities, jurisdictions that refuse to allow their law enforcement officers to cooperate with federal immigration authorities, even to the point of preventing ICE officers from entering local jails to take custody of criminal aliens. Sanctuary cities put innocent lives at risk. The legislation would end catch and release, battle asylum fraud. Require that unaccompanied minors caught at the border be treated equally, regardless of their home country. Together, this will ensure that the law no longer tempts minors and their parents to make dangerous illegal journeys to the U.S., the kind that Jeff Flake likes, or to line the pockets of cartels that make a business of supporting these journeys. Wow, again, our bill would put an end to chain migration. The process by which citizens and green card holders can sponsor extended family members for their own green cards, who in turn can eventually sponsor their own extended family members over and over and over. It would stop the uh, diversity visa program, which awards green cards by random lottery to people with no ties to the U.S. Neither of these programs prioritizes the skills of people entering the country. The U.S. is the most generous and welcoming nation In the world, accepting on average more than a million new immigrants every year, but a steady influx of low-skilled labor has depressed wages for workers here at home. That's not putting America first. Dude, Martha McSally's part of this. She's part of this. So again, this bill would actually make Americans earn more money. Wages would go up because E-Verify is there. You can't just get cheap illegal labor. our bill would allow daca beneficiaries to receive a 3-year renewable legal status codifying the program the right way by a duly enacted statute but to be clear there is no special there's no new or special path to citizenship for these individuals in our bill it rejects the dream act it's not giving citizenship it's not giving voting rights this is freaking strong. Is that why now they're going to put this out there and she's going to run? Listen, you could be against it. You cannot trust her. That's your deal. I get it. Um, but if someone wants a promotion, they generally do what it takes to get a promotion. This is actually good. You know, I'm very critical of Martha McSally, but this is actually very good. 880-KNST, T eight eight zero pound 250 to get in as well. Just ask for Gary Lewis. The voice guy gets you right in. Steve, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST.
3: It wouldn't surprise me to see Martha put this up knowing she couldn't get it through. She needs to step aside for
1: the Flake uh, seat and wait for McCain's seat to come available.
0: You know, I was thinking about she
3: is, that. Is, is she's a female McCain.
0: Well, you know what? I know really that. I, hang on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I, I was thinking like, all right, you have Kelly Ward. and All of a sudden, Sheriff Joe steps in. And let's be honest, McCain, I mean, it's he's 81. It's... You know, there's going to come a time. And is that the time where she could just go, okay, here we go? Um, but apparently she wants to get in and get in now. That's what it's going to happen. It looks like on Friday.
1: Well, and, and that's why she's putting this legislation for it. I remember meeting McCain a number of times at Tea Party events. Yep. Are you going to tell me he's a conservative?
0: No, God, no. But he never did it's this. Hang on, hang on. But, but he was d- always before but elections. I got gotcha. you. Listen, I totally understand your skepticism of everything Martha would do because she never said she would... Back Trump. I mean, she never did any of that stuff. But this is a very strong bill that was written by her and three others. So you got to give credit where credit's due. Or you just, you're like, I don't care. I don't trust her. It's done.
1: I don't buy it. I think she put it up there knowing
3: she won't get it through, but she looks good presenting it.
0: Very interesting. Just
3: like McCain showing up at Tea Party. She's using McCain's organization. She is McCain's puppet.
0: I gotcha. Well, we're going to ask Kelly Ward about that when she comes up at 710. So I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you very much, man. Take care. I Listen, I knew people were going to think that as well. What are you, psychic? Well, you know, even... even Listen, you could still like... There's no way that you should not like this bill. There's no way. Yes. Uh, but it still doesn't mean you'd vote for her in the primary. Very true. Right? I mean, you can still say, I like this bill, but I still don't trust you based on your track record. This is too little too late. I'm going to go Kelly Ward. We'll, we'll see. Uh, you can uh, tweet me responses. What do you think? At Garrett Lewis... We'll try to squeeze you in. We'll get to Kelly Ward as well at seven ten. But this is a heck of a bill, is it not? I'll put this on my uh, Facebook page so you can read about it. I mean, everything in this bill is what you want. We'll get your reaction coming up. Uh, it is six fifty three. We'll be back in uh, in four KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hi, how you doing? Seven ten. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Happy Trump Day. We are here. Where are you? There's a lot of things happening. There's just just so much, so much going on. Uh, Yesterday, there was like a Trump TV show, and it was pretty cool, Uh, all about uh, DACA, illegal immigration, an immigration bill about to come out. Trump, I think, toying with people, art of the deal, toying with the Dems, the media, uh, and maybe even some of his own supporters. We'll get reaction to all of this. As we are welcomed by Dr. Kelly Ward, uh, good morning, Kelly. Happy New Year.
2: Hey, good morning, Garrett. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope everything's going well with you and your little family.
0: Yeah, we're trucking along. I'm I'm wanting to get more sleep, but we're we're trucking along. Thank you very much very for good. that. Very um, good. Well, first off, uh, before we even get any further, you're going to be in Saddlebrook today, right? People can go visit you up there.
2: One hundred percent. I can't can't wait. I, I'm not sure exactly what time it starts. Um, but it's later this afternoon. I can, uh, I'll can. i have it up on my, my website uh, uh, and or my Facebook page, at Kelly Ward AZ.
0: Okay, fantastic. So, again, she's down here in southern Arizona. If you want to go check her out, go check out Kelly Ward up in Saddlebrook. Uh, and it's a beautiful place up there. It really is nice. Um, now, what do you think, first off, of uh, that whole Trump TV situation yesterday where, unlike any president or any politician I've ever seen, he's just like, you know what? Why don't you in the media film everything we talk about in this whole situation? What what was your take on that?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a great great political move to be able to get everyone on the record so that, uh, you know, the Democrats in particular can't say one thing and do another. And the establishment, too. uh, You know, they're kind of... having their feet held to the fire because we now know what's been going on well we don't know what's been going on in the back rooms we know what they wanted to show us yesterday whenever that's what they had to do but i think it was you know politically genius
0: now one of the situations obviously is what to do with the daca illegal aliens and uh the whole misnomer i'm glad one of the things trump did say is that he said they're not all kids some of them are 40 41 years old so let's you know get rid of that right then and there um I talked to uh, a guy from Fair Federation for American Immigration Reform, Matt O'Brien. Yeah. He was uh, he was in charge of the basically looking over all the DACA forms when he worked for USCIS, and he said it was so ripe with fraud. I mean, even people that said that they were gang gang members were given approval. Yeah. They had like a ninety percent approval rating, and you said you never see that. So, knowing that, it really bothers me that all of a sudden there may be a deal where it's like all of a sudden, one fell swoop, all the DACA people get accepted, and there's nothing we can do about it.
2: Yeah, the, the, the broad brushing and the you know, basically just the mass uh, approval of that population is 100% unacceptable. We, we need to stop talking about DACA right now. We need to start talking about building the wall, border security, and national security. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to ignore DACA. It means that we can't talk about a permanent fix for that population until the wall is funded and built. Now, in the meantime, it's going to take time to fund and build the wall, obviously. And Trump said yesterday it could be done in a year, which I love to hear that. Uh, He said, let's not hear about seven years ever again. Yes, let's not hear about seven years ever again. Let's hear about a year. And so during that time while the wall is being built, I am willing to extend Obama's unconstitutional privileges that he gave to this population to work and to go to school, and then once the wall is built and that border is secure, then we can address that population. During that time, while that, those privileges are, are potentially expanded, we have to start engaging in extreme vetting of the DACA population. When we find criminal aliens, they need to be deported immediately. Come on, Garrett. We all know the cost of illegal immigration in this country is massive. When Trump is asking for eighteen billion dollars for the wall, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what we spend on illegal immigration—one point three four. I mean, one hundred and thirty-four billion, 100, almost one hundred and thirty-five billion a year to cover over twelve million illegal aliens and four point two million citizen children of illegal aliens, which comes out to about over eight thousand dollars. For each illegal alien family that is on the back of taxpayers, we're spending almost $16 trillion on a population who shouldn't even be in this country. It's staggering, it's crippling, and it's disturbing and it's unsustainable. So to be talking about giving amnesty, which the president said on the campaign trail again and again and again that he would not do, he made promises to those angel families. He made promises to the people who were victims of illegal alien crime that there would be no amnesty. We have to be take a hard line on this and make sure that it doesn't happen.
0: Kelly Ward is who you're listening to. She's on KNST AM 790. She'll be at Saddlebrook this afternoon, and uh, you can go check out her website later to find out when she's going to be there exactly, but you can go check her out and hear what she has to say maybe go ask her a couple of questions. Um, now, is there anything that you would demand that would need to be in some kind of a bill? If there were, I mean, because... We've been basically trying to get perfect for so long because we know it's right. But I guess we have to come to the realization, you let me know if I'm wrong, but we've to come to the realization that we can't really get perfect. We have to get really good. So God forbid we have to say, all right, the 700,000 DACA people, um, you can stay at least for a few more years, blah, 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 but we get this in return. What would this be to you?
2: We have to get the wall. Uh, what, what, and any, the wall anything else? Means- a, verify? It's a barrier. Yeah, And it also means, um, you know, utilizing technology to the fullest. It means um, empowering border patrol. And it means accountability for employers and people who come here the wrong way. Use e-verified. If people hire illegal aliens, then they need to have consequences. If people come into this country illegally, they have to have consequences. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes that President Reagan made, made was offering amnesty to, the, to people who came here the wrong way. It's become a way of life in this country, and it's become a burden on taxpayers. It's affected every aspect of our society, from health care to education, to public safety, to corrections, to our very American culture. And so it, it's got to stop. And people who are willing to negotiate away our children's future are not the people that we want to be representing us in, in Washington, D.C.,
0: And I've never seen anything so insane in my life, whereas the outgoing Senator Jeff Flake, it seems like the most important thing to him in his life is getting amnesty for illegal aliens, not even trying to still fight for more affordable health insurance and things like that. He literally goes on the Senate floor to talk about amnesty over and over and over again. It's like the guy's lost his mind or he's maybe just shown his true colors.
2: Well, yes, and and I think on Friday we're going to hear an announcement from Jeff Flake 2.0. Um, saying that she wants to be in the United States Senate. She wants to take the mantle up for McCain and Flake. She wants to go on uh, as part of the Washington, D.C. establishment that has failed Arizona and failed the country. But guess what? Arizona voters have already rejected that brand of politics, and I don't think that we're going to let the wool be pulled over our eyes once again by the campaign conservatism and by a pretender um, who might enter this race uh, on Friday.
0: Yeah. Well, we're, we're look, we're, we, you know, it, it points to that Martha McSally is going to finally make the announcement. Um, now she never came out in favor of Trump. She never said she supported Trump, never said she voted for Trump. Uh, and all of a sudden she started to get a little bit cozy to Trump. And it goes yep. against everything that she's basically done in the past because she was McCain Jr. and Flake Jr. She she basically yep. was going to pick up the mantle and, and take all their donors right. and everything and, and back all their, 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 their you know, the their business holders. So she was one of four members of Congress to write this immigration bill that actually is a really good bill. I think it might get yep. pushed out today. Do you think, yep. I mean... it. Do you think she's just doing that because she's trying to fool people the way McCain used to right before election time? Hey, I'm the greatest guy ever. And then you get in office and totally, total opposite happens.
2: Yes, I I do. I think that that that's the brand of campaign conservatism that the establishment has relied upon um, year after year, election after election. And it's gotten us to the place where we are right now. The people of Arizona, I think, are are much smarter. They're much more savvy. They have... um, you know, really come to know uh, what that brand of politics is. And that's why they rejected it. Come on, Blake, uh, didn't stay in because of this issue. And remember, I hope your, your listeners will go back and look, because you're right. McSally did not uh, support President Trump. She refused to say who she voted for in the presidential election. And then suddenly, I'll tell you the day that the transformation happened, October 25th, 2017, You know what happened on October 24th? Jeff Flake dropped out of the race. Hmm. I talked to somebody from her campaign, and what he told me, and it's very sad, is that Martha sees an opportunity in this race, and she's looking for her next big thing. Well, guess what? I'm looking for the future of our country, for the future of our children, for the future of our grandchildren, not the next big thing for Kelly Ward. It is appalling to hear someone say that, but not surprising, because that is what the political class does.
0: You're right. And by the way, Kelly Ward is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790, and I know that you said you would uh, limit yourself to two terms, which I think is music to people's ears because there should be no career politicians. But ever since Martha came back uh, to Arizona when she wanted to run for Congress, going back to 2011 after the, t- the shootings here in Tucson, that's all she did was try to run for Congress, try to run for Congress. And it's like she wants to be a career politician. And I think that's what we just don't want. Um,
2: I, I agree.
0: Uh, I agree. Yeah. So, so let me ask you also, Sheriff Joe all of a sudden jumps in. You know, I'm not trying to be an ageist, but the guy's 85 years old. Are you worried that he may siphon some votes from you? Because he's a big Trump guy, obviously. And if he siphons some votes from you, that's going to do nothing but help Martha McSally.
2: Well, you know, I mean, uh, we share a base base of support, obviously, Sheriff Joe and I. And he is a patriot. He has been a leader on trying to stop illegal immigration in Arizona. Um, You know, but... What we've done is built a very strong campaign with a broad base of support across all of Arizona and across the country. I haven't been focusing on a single issue like Sheriff Joe has. My campaign's focused on a wide array of issues and principles that are are so important to Arizona voters. Immigration, of course. Repealing Obamacare. Cutting taxes. Making sure we don't wait 31 more years to address the tax code. Uh, trade. I mean, Martha's been horrible on trade. She's for TPP. She, she was not out fighting against the Iran deal. Anything. I actually, she has a worse voting record than Senator Flake and Senator McCain. If you look at Conservative Review and her Liberty score, it's dismal. Look at Heritage Action. She's dismal. I don't want dismal. I want a bright hope on the horizon for Arizona and for our country. And if we continue down the same establishment path, we aren't going to get there. Are we going to let Mitch McConnell and the insider class, political class in Washington, D.C., decide who serves the people of Arizona? I certainly hope not. I think that that, uh, we're going to activate. We're going to continue down the road that we've been on. We're going to continue with our, you know, our campaign is so strong. We have such a a wonderful professional staff as well as grassroots across this entire state that, like, you can't believe – I think we really captured the heart and soul of the Arizona voters, not just the Republicans, not just the conservatives, but also independents and some conservative Democrats understand that the America First agenda is what I represent and have for years, because I've been a part of this movement since um, way before even Trump got into uh, into the arena, and I look forward to moving that message forward and getting the job done for our people.
0: You know, you, you brought up the campaign, the professional part of the campaign, and I've seen Ed Rollins a whole bunch of times on Lou Dobbs, and he's got a very dry wit, and he's got a way with words. Uh, and he's been around, he helped Trump, he helped Reagan. How has he helped your campaign?
2: Yeah, he's my campaign chairman. So who could you ask right, for someone better than the, the former campaign manager for Ronald Reagan? He put out an op-ed last week in the USA Today talking about a new Reagan reg- revolution, and if people like the Reagan revolution, they should be looking to to me actually as one of the faces as one of the leaders in this new revolution that people have come to expect and so i hope that uh, that people will will unite will join behind me and help me get to washington dc to be able to to put that you know trump revolution into place uh, I think a lot of things are going to be happening over the next few days politically. This race obviously is fluid. I enjoyed a couple of months of being the, the Republican nominee, but I really never expected to, to remain in the race alone. I knew the feeding frenzy would begin at some point, and uh, it looks like it's going to happen this week, but we're, we are we uh, are moving uh, strongly forward with with our agenda, which is is the America first agenda that the people of Arizona voted for in 2016 and are going to continue to support in 2018.
0: Were you worried at all yesterday watching the Trump TV uh, TV show uh, when he talked about the the GOP bill being the, the bill of love, which is, you know, Jeb's <laughs> words, uh, and saying that I will sign any legislation that you guys bring to me. Were you worried at all about that?
2: Well, I don't like to hear those kinds of words. I don't like to hear, I'll sign anything that you bring, even if it's bad, because it looks good politically. That's what's not being said. Um, I think that we should be very, very focused on, on building the wall and building it first, and then you know, transitioning to the other issues that are involved in the immigration debate. And, um, you know, I don't like to hear Jeb-isms being used. I think they're very low energy. (laughs) Uh, I also don't like to see people who I know are weak on the border uh, putting out bills in order to politically gain. So there's a lot of political showmanship going on right here. And the people of Arizona have to be vigilant.
0: Uh, Are you getting any help at all from the Republican Party? Or is it too early for that?
2: Well, I have a, so much support within the Republican Party, from the precinct committee men, the state committee men, many people who are in leadership positions inside um, legislative districts and, and uh, county parties. Uh, the state party has been staying pretty neutral, at, at least um, publicly. I'm not sure behind the scenes what's going on, because I'm not a member of the mm-hmm. Old Boys Club. I'm not a member of, um, of any of their clubs. I'm a member of the People's Club, and so... Uh, we'll see. We're, we have a couple of big meetings coming on uh, up this, uh, this month. The Maricopa County GOP meets this weekend, and the state AZ GOP meets the last weekend, the last Saturday of the month. I would love to see people come out and support me at those meetings so that um, the insider class sees that the people of Arizona want something different and are supporting board for Senate.
0: Well, we'll get you on again. I really appreciate the time this morning. Um, sorry about the delay but uh, I really want to get you on again, and we will as the campaign continues and maybe even, you know, based on what happens on Friday and what is said, uh, we'll get you on next week to react. Kelly, I really appreciate it, and, and uh, have fun out there in Saddlebrook.
2: Hey, it's going to be at 3.15. I did look it up on the calendar at Saddlebrook.
0: Oh, it's dinner and time join out there. Me on,
2: yep, join me online, at Kelly Ward AZ. All
0: right. Kelly, thank you very much. Take All care. All right, bye-bye, Garrett. Bye-bye. All right, that's Kelly Ward. What do you think? 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. I have some, uh, some takeaways from this whole situation, and I will get them to you coming up. KNST AM790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk.
3: If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with
0: Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. I don't think she's listening yet. That's what we call Evidence A. Shh. And And by the way, if you know my wife, I'll know that you told her. So don't do it.
1: That's what we call Exhibit B. The threats.
0: Listen, you don't think my wife would love to get me some training? Granted, I don't know about what. I mean, I'm perfect. Uh, Anyway, uh, 741, add Garrett Lewis on Twitter. No, add Garrett Lewis on Twitter. How to iron a shirt? I do that very well. Very well. Okay. Add Garrett Lewis on Twitter, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. It's all there for you. What'd you think of the. Kelly Ward uh, situation that phone call. I, I'll tell you, you know, some more in just a second. First, there are three things that I think you need to know. First, an activist judge out in uh, San Francisco, San Francisco, said, uh, "I am blocking Trump's decision to end DACA." I uh, nope, I'm ending. You can't stop it. You must. It must remain in place. While litigation over this decision unfolds. So he basically said that um, you have to keep handing out uh, uh, permits for DACA, which is such a joke. It's an the judge should know it's unconstitutional for a president to make a law. You can't do that. Congress does that. That's why Trump kicked it back. But this guy is a wacko. William Alsup. He was appointed by Bill Clinton, by the way, uh, in 1999. So he's been there ever since. That's why these listen, Trump has been nominating judges and getting judges passed media hasn't been talk about it. He's been doing that for a long time. He's gotten so many judges approved to go on the bench so we don't have wackos. That's a big deal. Second thing that I think you need to know, speaking of immigration, uh, there there is a bill that could be introduced today, and Martha McSally is one of four people that helped write it in the House, and it really is a phenomenal bill. Trump called it a bill of love. It should be a bill of love. And the media went crazy, and, uh, Trump, and some of the people that don't get Trump, and it shocks me, like Ann Coulter and the rest, oh, He's terrible. Yeah, he called it a bill of love just to just to trick people. It has some serious teeth. No citizenship or pathway to citizenship or voting for DACA people. And of course it calls for the wall, ending chain migration, ending the diversity lottery, that visa diversity lottery. It also calls for enacting e verify. It is a great thing. So I'll love it all I want. Third thing I think you need to know, Martha, maybe she's part of this. Because she realized, I want to run for Senate. Jeff Lake is going to drop out. And I'm going to be all over this. She says she's been working for months on that immigration bill. All of a sudden, Martha, who never liked Trump until now, looks like she's going to announce Friday that she's going to join the Senate race along with Sheriff Joe and, of course, Kelly Ward. We'll talk about that, too. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so Kelly Ward just finished. She sounded pretty damn polished. She sounded really good. And she called out Martha McSally for exactly what uh, Martha McSally seems to be again I'll give a credit for this bill but I mean we can go we can go back into the archives for Martha McSally right here on this show oh yeah we can go back into the archives uh why has she not been more outspoken about this we can go back to the uh town hall she had with the uh, the the crazies from indivisible they all showed up and started shouting at her and stuff about a wall well I don't know and this and that and blah blah and all of a sudden she's going home for the wall I mean hey I'm a bit uh, skeptical. I mean, I like the bill. Doesn't mean I'm going to vote for you. You've done a lot that makes me not want to vote for you. This ain't, this is not going to change my mind. That's just me. Now, here's the thing. Here's the, here's almost the frightening thing. So if Martha announces as she's supposed to on Friday, remember we had, um, Leah Marquez Peterson on the show. When was that? Like about a month ago? It was before vacation. So we had Leah Marquez Peterson, the uh, CEO, President and CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And she, holy smokes, in over your head. I mean, seems like a very nice human being. Don't get me wrong. But does not need to be in, in Congress. Uh, she's been around here for a very long time. Uh, she was against the border wall. Still didn't really say if she was it or not. Remember, she had no idea what chain migration was. You want to run for Congress, you don't want chain migration. I remember Martha came on this show a bunch of years ago when she first got here in 2011 after the uh, January 8th shooting. Oh, yeah, she was here December 11th. Oh, yeah, just about a month ago. She was on the show. That's cool. My dad's birthday. December 11th. Uh, So I remember Martha got here. She had no idea what SB 1070 was. Wait, what? Excuse me? And so it fit that Leah Marquez Peterson, running as a Republican in this district, would not know what chain, migra- chain migration, what's that? And she, listen, it's not going to be good. She'd be an open borders, pro-amnesty person, and she could deny it all she wants, but she will She will be. She wants cheap labor in here. She says, Chamber of Commerce. She, what We got ha- we, we to have the right kind of people in here. We shouldn't worry about chain migration. and make sure we get the right people. I can make money instead of sending you back. Excuse me? And then let me take you back. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. the McSally, when Trump talked about the Muslim ban, when he was running back in December of 2015, uh, Martha somehow made herself available. But it was all to try to get pub because she did something for the A-10. So, of course, she wanted to talk about that. I want to talk about the Muslim ban situation. I said, what, is, what exactly is happening here? You know what I think about it? And do you remember this was her response? Here we go. Just listen. If it comes to yeah. you, are you going to say we should ban them until we figure out how we can one hundred percent identify who they are?
2: No, I'm focusing on uh, again the findings that we had in our task force. There's fifty recommendations. We've gotten six mm. of them passed in the law. Yeah. Right now, the focus uh, originally was on a visa waiver program. Uh, we actually passed a veto proof uh, bill related that that to works. so you're confident. You're, you're, you're confident. Hang
0: on. You're confident that those six things will be able to stop or identify a terrorist that's trying to come in here through a visa.
2: No, Garrett. We're we're working on all of all of the findings. Like I said, okay. we got 50 recommendations. But we in the House passed a refugee bill that yes. uh, directed that uh, each individual would need to be certified to make sure that they are not a uh, national security threat. No, I don't. Uh, it was a bipartisan it, you know. uh, bill. It was veto-proof, and and you know the, the Senate needs to move yeah. on this, and we need to strengthen these systems. So it's um, you know we need to keep uh, addressing these issues for sure. Sure.
0: Uh, so yeah, she had no, it's the biggest gobbledygook garbage answer you ever heard in your life. It's, it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, and again, she never said she supported Trump. I remember when Matt Hines was running, weirdo, Matt Hines was running against her and he called her out for not supporting Trump. Uh, wouldn't say that she, he would rip Trump or she would, she would deny Trump, say that. And all of a sudden she's like best friends with Trump for it's all it just it rubs you the wrong way. Right. When your BS meter goes off, like what does your gut tell you? Does your gut tell you? I just don't trust her because as Kelly Ward, I think, rightly pointed out. Man, you want to talk about an opportunist. This is what it is, an opportunist. I thought it was a great line by Kelly, by the way, I know exactly when Martha transformed um do you have that the window still open we could even play that if you missed it it's around nine fifty or so of the interview in the adobe right there, there you go i want to say it was around nine fifty. no no it's right there you have it it was open yeah yeah so it was around 9 50 you play i think this is uh well, well this is rough don't get me wrong okay but i think this is when kelly ward called out martha McSally for when she decided to be pro-trump listen to this go ahead you're right and by the way kelly ward oh, wait, is who you're listening oh, back, to go on kmsd am7 was there more
2: is that Martha sees an opportunity in this race, and she's looking for her next big thing. Well, guess what? I'm looking for the future of our country, for the future of our children, for the future of our grandchildren, not the next big thing for Kelly Ward. It is appalling to hear someone Oof. say that, but not surprising, because that is what the political class does.
0: Okay, I think it was before that. Anyway, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Um, I mean, I would love to hear what uh, Martha would say, any of these people would say, about this judge that just struck down on his own the DACA situation. Trump tweeted, Trump tweeted just a little bit ago, It just shows everyone how broken and unfair our court system is when the opposing side in a case such as DACA always runs to the Ninth Circuit and almost always wins before being reversed by higher courts. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal. All right, so... uh, uh, You can keep giving me your reaction to Kelly. Tweet me at Garrett Lewis. You can go on Facebook as well. It's all there. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Uh, there's more. We'll get to some more Trump highlights. But at 810 this morning, uh, you got to hear what Regina Romero said. She voted against Tucson. It would pass the ordinance. Tucson now is going to. Well, they had an ordinance passed yesterday saying that uh, police can pull you over for being on your cell phone non-hands free it used to be a secondary where they wouldn't pull you over just for that but if you were speeding or you blew a stop sign or something and they also saw you uh not using your hands free then they can write you an additional ticket now they can write you just a flat-out ticket that they voted for they voted for the ordinance on that they have to come back in a couple of weeks the mayor said in a couple of weeks we'll probably bring it up and pass it into law uh wait till you hear why regina romero voted against it this there's something wrong with it. we'll get that we'll get to that at, at uh, 8 10 don't go anywhere if you're going to work go to knst.com and listen Download the iHeartRadio app, listen there, or go to iHeartRadio.com also and, uh, and just listen there. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds Most Stimulating Talk. <laughs> it's always the stipulation. Yes, stipulation. I know. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Right. But anyway, hi, 807. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. And I know what you're saying. Where else are you going to go? Trust me, I'm aware of that. But I really do. I still appreciate it. I, I really do. Um, now, there are three things that I think you need to know. And I'm getting tweets. I know, I know, I know I'm getting these tweets. Anyway, uh, real quick. Number one, an activist judge... Out in California, in San Francisco, said, uh, yeah, I think that uh, this whole Trump ending DACA is not right. I, I deny what he wants to do, and it must he must continue to give out DACA permits until uh, legislation is passed or something like that. Thank you, activist judge. This is why it's very important to get the right judges on there. And Trump, that's been one of the things that he has, well, he's done a lot of things, but that's one of the things that he has done, and he's done a great job about. So uh, the, the DACA shutdown for now, this judge says, no, it must keep going. It must keep going, and that's not cool. But this is what you have when you have activist judges out there. He was appointed by Bill Clinton in 1999. Second thing that I think you need to know, Martha McSally, looks like she's going to throw her hat in the ring and run against Kelly Ward and then Sheriff Joe in the Senate race here in Arizona. She's going to announce, it looks like, on Friday. That's what she's telling people in well there's um there's lots of rumors but then she said she's going to have these announcements in like Prescott, Phoenix and Tucson and this and that and blah 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 on Friday. Now why do you think she's doing that? And it's all in fundraising emails. So yeah, she's going to get in on that. Oh boy, that's why maybe she came out with that uh I mean really good immigration bill, but does that make up for everything that that she's also done? I I doubt it. Anyway, third thing that I think you need to know, the Tucson City Council said we want to be like Pima County and Oral Valley Right now, uh, if you drive around in Tucson without hands-free with your phone to your ear, you can't get a ticket. They voted yesterday to change the ordinance to primary instead of secondary, so you can. In Tucson, right now, if you're speeding and then they get, you know pull you over for that and you have your phone to your ear, then they could write you a ticket uh, for that. But it has to it. Ha- they want to change it now to be a primary, and they voted to change the ordinance yesterday, uh, and they're going to have to vote on the final uh, I guess passage of it. And the mayor thinks it'll happen in two weeks, so they they want to do that. We'll have more come up in a second on that. So uh, it'll be ju- it'll be uniform. Three things I think you need to know now. The mayor, Mayor Rothschild, Rothsberger child, he said he like it's good to be uniform and what for the convenience of people. But I don't I don't like things being uniform. That's why you have different cities, different counties, different states because you want to go where you want to go where you think it's the best. So all of a sudden Tucson doesn't give you a ticket, maybe that entices you to go to Tucson. I mean it, it doesn't need to be all the same, right? Hang on. People are calling in and asking what where where Kelly Ward is going to be? Yeah, when and where. 315 today in Saddlebrook. Uh where in Saddlebrook? I'm i I'm assuming their amphitheater thing. I that's what I'm just I've never been. Go to, to her website, yeah. Google it. Uh I believe that's where it is. I'm, I, you know what What else? Do, do you want me to pick you up and take you there? Would you? No, I'll pick them up and take them to Hooters. Um, oh, yes. Kelly you Ward can. is going to be at, at Saddle, in Saddlebrook at 3.15 today, which, again, is dinner time. So <laughs> I'm just come on. Come on. I can say that. So anyway, let's get back to the Tucson thing. So uh, the mayor said he likes that, blah, blah, blah. Amazingly enough, it passed 4-2. to two. Richard Fimbris, a councilman you probably have never heard of, he voted against it because he's like, you know, geez, how many more distracted things can we do with this? Why just, you know, driving in a car, there's distracted bicyclists, there's distracted motorcyclists, there's distracted scooter riders, and that's true. So like, you know, what what more? And I like how they say the data shows. What data? Where's the data? Now, again, it's not smart, but I think it's a heck of a lot worse. I don't know what you, you know, what can you really do besides do like citizen arrests, which don't really exist. Where, you know, you're driving and all of a sudden you see some, you know, schlub next to you with their head down looking at their steering wheel because that's where their phone is. They're texting as they're driving. You want to, like, literally smash your car. And I, I'm not saying you should. I, I'm i just saying you want to do something to those people. Am I right or am I right? I'm right. Right? So anyway. Um, Regina Romero was the other person to vote against it, but not because she thinks it's just too much and it can't be enforced and blah 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 blah. She voted against it because she thinks it will lead to racism. Oh, here we go. oh yeah. It's on. Yep. Race war. Yep. 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 Race war. Race war is on, everybody. It's going, it's going down. down. It's going down. Can you imagine? Only Regina Romero. Can say, I'm against the police pulling you over, writing you a ticket. If they see you on your phone while you're driving, because it's going to lead to more racism. Number 63, Ryan, this is from KVOA. This is what Regina Romero had to say. Here we go. We may have
2: unintentional negative safety consequences and invite law enforcement to engage. And discretionary
0: stops did you complain one, one, one more I love the. I love the wording unintentional go, just go for it one more time go, get it one more time
2: it may have unintentional negative safety consequences and invite law enforcement to engage in discretionary stops
0: it may have follow me unintentional negative safety consequences. You yeah, ever? Right. Negative safety? Negative safety. And invite law enforcement to engage in discretionary stops. She thinks that they, the police, Tucson police, could possibly racially profile who they pull over. Now, granted, it's anyone, man or woman, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, that has the phone to their ear. But only Regina Romero would think, man, this is going to let police pull over more Hispanic people. That's that's what she's thinking. And this cracks me up considering you have Tucson Police Chief Chris Magnus, who is as far left and wacko as Romero and the rest of these people. Right? When they are. They're nuts. Regina Romero actually thinks that Tucson police officers are racist. She doesn't trust them. To just pull over anybody that is not following the law. She thinks they're going to pull over. This will be a way that they can pull over people just because they're brown. Oh, yeah. You have to sit back and think. It must be miserable to be Regina Romero. Because everything in your life revolves around racism. Everything. Everything. So does this mean I can talk on the phone while I drive now? And yeah. you can't? Well, where are you? Oh, I'll be brown Depending where that. you are. Oh, well, you can't pull me over. Regina Romero said so. I mean, the fact that it's so rude, by the way, that she would actually assume that cops would be just flat-out racist. It's so offensive. I mean, it's very offensive. And, then they, it's offensive. and then nothing happens. And by the way, where's Chief Magnus to actually say, hey, my guys aren't racist? Where is he? Oh, he's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. No tweet on that, nothing at all. No, 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 no. Uh apparently he's okay with that, which is why, by the way, the Tucson police officers generally uh can't stand Chief Magnus. Right? They they can't they don't like him. The morale is low. People want to leave. This this is why we can't have nice things. I mean, everything in her life revolves around race. That's it. Nothing else. Just race. And you sit back and say, like, again, it, it, everything revolves back to Seinfeld, right? Um, e- everything goes back to Seinfeld. Do you remember Uncle Leo on Seinfeld? Yeah. Any idea? Do you remember Uncle Leo? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know about the quality of this, but let me just take you back. Um, Everything that was happening against Uncle Leo, he thought because... It's anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me up over there real quick. Throw me up over yeah, there. No, no. Just, yeah, listen to it. Putting
1: yourself to one woman? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's none of my business. What are you talking about?
0: He's eating a burger. <laughs> well,
1: look at this. I told them medium rare. It's medium. Uh, happens. I bet that cook is an anti-Semite. <laughs> can't you can't see me. We know who you are.
0: They don't? Just
1: overcook
0: a hamburger. Fine, anyway. The <laughs> point. So imagine Regina Romero being at a restaurant, orders a hamburger medium rare, gets it medium. Obviously, the cook must be a racist. Everything in life is racist. I didn't get this. This didn't happen. The light turned red. I'm in a rush. The light is racist. I'm Regina Romero, Tucson City Councilwoman. Everything about. Anything important in life to her is about racism. So again, everything revolves around Seinfeld. She is the Uncle Leo of Tucson. I bet she's an anti-Semite. They don't just pull you over because you're breaking the law. (laughs) That's the same logic. They don't just overcook a hamburger, Jerry. They don't just pull you over because you're clearly violating the law because you're talking on your phone without a hands-free device. They only pulled you over because you're brown and you're doing it. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just dumb. Hang on. Tom, welcome to KNST. Hello.
3: Good morning, Eric. Welcome back. Thank um, you. Why is it then that if Pima County and, um, and Tucson have these new laws that on the freeway perhaps or on every entrance into Pima County, they don't have a billboard of, here's our laws that we don't have according to anybody else in the state. Oh you know, no, like no, 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 hammer, no 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 drink nails or whatever. Why don't they just drink put now? all of those things up there? Don't use your cell phone. It's a vi it's a real it's illegal. You yeah. know, why don't they do those things?
0: Because they want to make money. And then on top of that, don't give an idea to Huckleberry or any of these knuckleheads on the city council <laughs> to spend Uh-oh. more of our money and taxpayer money to make these signs. Just don't, don't worry, just they're don't not
3: do listening, it. Garrett.
0: Damn. I was hoping it would be. I I'm was not sure that about be. that. I actually think they are.
3: Well, you know, and it, and if Ryan has his passport, he can use his hands free. He can talk on the phone while he goes north of River Road.
0: That's true. That's he can because Ryan. I know Ryan's looking at me right now. No, Ryan, I'll hold you up a mirror. You're you're not white, and it's it's okay. Did <laughs> you look on the inside? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> People call me Coco all the time. Uh, I I'm not going there because I'll get in trouble. But you can say it. Yeah, I just said. All right yeah I look it makes no sense Tom. I get it, Tom it makes no sense but again how can you look at this and actually say that the reason you're voting against it is because cops will then pull over more people that are Hispanic
3: it's depends yeah get it. well, she always has those glasses on it depends on what you're looking through all the time
0: yeah I mean it, she I literally I don't I almost feel bad to be such a messed up individual that everything in your life you think revolves around race just everything it's it's so stupid
3: the girl can't help it. Yeah,
0: no, you're, you're right. You're right. Tom, thank you, man. See hey, you, buddy. Well. But Bye. that's true. How do people know about these laws? What if you, But that's that's the problem. Look, every town does something different. I know Tempe has certain laws that Mesa doesn't have. Um, but again, not every, that's why, that's the, that's the typical stuff. You know what? I should find that soundbite from uh, Mayor Roethlisberger where he says, uh, you know, yeah, 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 you know, we, we want, uh, it's good to be uniform and blah, 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 blah. But it really isn't it really again it that's what makes this country great is that every town every state every county whatever they can have their own laws and you can move where you think it's the best and you let the free market decide we're not one gigantic country or one and it' just doesn't work that way the people are confused so what maybe they complain enough they vote people out where they make these stupid laws and they put good people in yeah good luck at that Tucson I know it's wishful thinking I know. No. You can't blame me for trying, can you? So there you go. if you can somehow explain to me how police in Tucson now being like, or by the way, does she think the police in Oro Valley and the Pima County sheriffs are all racist too because they've had the ability to pull over people? Does she have any data to back up where in Oro Valley and in Pima County overall, more Hispanics are being pulled over? There's a higher rate. And by the way, who cares if someone is literally violating the law, what, does it doesn't matter what color they are. Justice is supposed to be blind. Yeah, right? well, I know. I know. But uh, it's okay for her, by the way, Regina Romero, uh, to reach out to Hispanics about illegal immigration because she thinks a lot of them are illegal. But if you say that, then you're a racist person, right? That's how it works. Complete hypocrites. But what do you expect? 880 knst eight eight zero five six seven. I just I thought you like that palate cleanser. I just thought it was funny. Don't give those guys an idea. <laughs> no. We put up the
1: sign... And then they know. Yes. And then we can do it. Yeah. not feel guilty
0: about it. Well, and then we could use more money to make things like that. Make We're doing good stuff and go from there. Yeah, great. Perfect. Fantastic. It's racist. It could lead to more uh, uh, minorities being pulled over. Would they not have their hands there? So cops aren't going to pull over the white guys or white women. I mean, come on. You know what she would like, Regina Romero? She'd like if the cops could say certain things. I mean, if they want to make it fair, you have a... You know, instead of trying to look out for anybody that is violating the law, you have a cop that wants to target a specific group and say things like...
3: Hey, where are the white women
0: at? And you go from there. 822. So dumb. Just so stupid. Uh, you can comment. 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. uh really fast too we'll get to this story democratic women are going to dress a certain way at the state of the union what a bunch of hypocrites why are they doing this wait till you find out coming up KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk I know 829 thank you for hanging out Rain is hanging around this morning, but it should dry up uh, as the day progresses, but still say cool outside, Fonzie. Cool. Uh, the high today is going to be around 59, so enjoy. It's the last cool day. It'll be 66 tomorrow in the 70s uh, from uh, the next day, Friday, up until it'll be like 80s and 90s. I don't think it's going down anymore. We've 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 crossed that threshold. Uh, let's go to Mark. Mark, welcome to KNST. Hello.
3: Hey, Hi. Hey, uh, So I was listening to your caller about the billboards. I think what we really need is a billboard that describes all the laws we're not going to enforce.
0: There you go. So,
3: I mean, how much money do we spend on making these laws? How many hours of councilman time? I mean, you know, like just say, all right, texting and driving, ah, no problem. Yeah. Don't talk to me about illegal immigration.
0: Ah, exactly. No That's it. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to help out ICE. No, 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 no. That nope, would be bad nope, for nope. us. Nope. Oh.
3: But if you do thirty, two hundred
0: thirty, we're getting you. You know it'd be funny what what if what if you're talking on your phone, right? Uh in Tucson and you get pulled up you're talking and your you hand it's up to your ear and the pl- the cop pulls you over and you just say, "Listen. I read all about Chief Magnus. If I tell you I'm an illegal alien, can I get out of this one?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, and, and I was texting on my other phone.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but I'm here illegally. So shh, (laughs) don't do it. Uh, But I'm afraid to tell you that I'm here illegally, but I'm here illegally. So just leave me alone, okay? There's
3: a guy over there doing 32 to
0: 30. Get him. Get him. Get him. And then let's ignore everybody else that has break-ins anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. They're going to get you. Uh, (laughs) Get in line. Get in line. So real quick, apparently uh, there are women, women lawmakers, female lawmakers, going to go to the State of the Union at the end of the month. Wearing black, just like the chicks did at the uh, at the Golden Globes. And they wore black, of course, at the Golden Globes to say, we're standing up for victims of sexual assault and things like that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm laughing because, of course, they're, you know, they're standing up for it. They knew about it for years, didn't say anything because they wanted to make money. They put up with Harvey Weinstein and the rest of them. Uh, it's a bunch of hypocrites. Get out of here. And now you have Democratic women. Here we go. A group of Democratic women in Congress planned to wear black. To the Trump State of the Union, because they want to have a symbolic protest. That's right. What are they going? What are these Democratic women going to? Uh, what are they going to protest? Al Franken, John Conyers. Shall we continue? Can you find the Cokie Roberts clip uh, real quick, if you don't mind?
2: I was I mean, laughing at they're, that. They're a
0: bunch. Well, they're a bunch of uh, hypocrites, right? They're a bunch of hypocrites because they knew about this. They knew. Yeah, play that one right there. Listen to Cokie Roberts talk about John Conyers and everything else. Here we go.
2: The fact that people are willing to be public can change things. I mean, we all talked about for years. A little bit at a time. Don't get in the elevator with him.
0: Yeah, Conyers. You know,
2: and the whole, every female in the press corps knew that, right? Don't get in the elevator with him. Now people are saying it out loud, and I think that does make it. That is a change.
0: Yeah, and play the other one right about, it's the, uh, yes, that one right here, more Kogie Roberts. And,
2: you know, they they are so used to it. I mean, the culture oh. of Capitol Hill for so many decades was men being bad.
0: Yeah, but now they're going to dress in black to show that they're, like, you know, uh, you know on the chick side and stuff like that. Get bent. This gives women a really bad, bad look. Yeah, well. Especially Democratic women. Yes. It shows me, as a guy looking out from the outside,
1: that they can't think for themselves that they followed this example from Hollywood, mm-hmm.
0: that's another one, yeah, oh my God, and it's just all for nothing. Go have an original idea, you're right eight thirty three you can react eight eight zero k n s t eight eight zero five six seven here we go are black, I'm getting emails aren't black dresses racist, yeah, why does it have to be black because if it's white i you know you can't you can't get away with anything anymore all right, uh, your reaction coming back as well as what I believe why I believe Trump did what he did yesterday and why he said the bill of love, and I'll sign anything you want you understand what he was doing? I'll explain. You could agree or disagree. It's coming up in about five. Here's the latest from Fox. Hey,
3: it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: Yes, 842. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, an activist judge in San Francisco said, Hey, I'm striking down Trump's ban on DACA. I don't think it's fair. It's not right. You must continue to give permits until you have a resolution. Really? I mean, that's why the courts, they stink. Now, this will get overturned eventually, but it's going to let a whole bunch of illegals uh, get DACA or renew their DACA permits. Second thing that I think you need to know, it looks like it's going to be Friday that Martha McSally announces she is going to hop into the Senate race against Kelly Ward and Sheriff Joe. Maybe that's why she came up with, uh, well, joined in, co-wrote that hardcore immigration bill, which is, it's a great bill, but it's too little too late, Martha. Anyway, that's what I think. Third thing I think you need to know is the the Tucson City Council voted four to two to have a new ordinance when it comes to hands free cell phone riding. Now it's not secondary that you get a ticket. Now they want to say it's primary. They'll do a final vote on it in a couple of weeks. But yeah, you drive around in Tucson coming up in the next couple of weeks, you can get a ticket just for driving on the cell phone. In the past, it would be a secondary ticket. They can't. They wouldn't pull you over just because you did that. If you did something else to break the law, they'd pull you over and give you. a a ticket for that as well. So there you go. They're changing it to be just like Oro Valley and Pima County. Three things. I think you need to know. Uh, let's go to Steve, who's been waiting. Steve, welcome to KMST. Hey,
3: how are you, sir? And I'm going to tell you, it is nothing but a pleasure talking to a, a native New Yorker like myself. I'm a Jewish kid from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Wait,
0: wait, do you know what you just said? You just said there's nothing better than talking to a Jewish per. I'm, no, I'm sorry, a New Yorker just like <laughs> myself. You said there's nothing. A New, have, New Yorker uh, like uh, myself. You so are a native New Yorker, am I correct? I am, but you said there's nothing better than talking to, a, uh, to, talking to me, a native New Yorker. I mean, you bet yourself. You were like... That's like me saying, "Hey, man, you know what? Uh, Nothing, it was just funny. Sorry, there's something I would uh, say." No, no,
3: no there was. So, you know, I think everybody's looking at this issue wearing black wrong. The whole purpose of them wearing black. Have you ever seen some of those women? I mean, they're just trying to look skinnier and more uh, attractive. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't you wear dark uh, colors for that
0: reason? Yeah, apparently, my wife tells me it's slimming. She tells me it's slimming, so I think yeah, I think he got onto something right there. <laughs> yeah,
3: um, can, you know I don't know if she'll be uh, there, but here's a really scary thought: Can you imagine Jenna Napolitano oh. wearing a dress? Oh no, I mean, I mean pants <laughs> in oh, black.
0: Oh, anything in black? Any, I mean, you look, look at any of these lawmakers for for goodness sake! It's oh, it's <laughs> it's just dis- I know. Now we're being sexist, though. I mean, look at the guys.
3: So what do you think the actual problem is why these individuals are being so hypocritical? I mean, I'm looking at this book that this gentleman wrote. First off, he's saying that, you know, the gentleman that's in the office now, Mr. Trump, didn't want to win the election, but he put in 16 to 18 hours a day on the road. But at the same time, he wanted to win the election by cheating. So is it a hypocritical thing, a double standard? I'm not into politics, but I enjoy listening to your show, and uh, I'll tell you, it's, it's extremely entertaining.
0: Well, I'm glad you like it, man. Listen, I was actually in your, in your uh, neck of the woods on Sunday. I was in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center to watch my Islanders play.
3: Oh, nice. You know, I just came back from New York. The scariest thing about it is everywhere you turn, they got an M-16 between the NYPD. um, And we stayed four blocks from where the last attempted bombing with the bus station was. We were on 48th and 8th in Times Square in November. And uh, it was very scary, riding the trains, everything. People do not know how good they have it out here. Um you know the closest thing to M16s you have is if you go over the the uh, border to the federales other yeah. than that you don't see m 16
0: Yeah, no you're right. You right. You know I was I was I flew out of uh, JFK on the way home and they had a sign up and it had like a this picture of a of an officer all you know fatigued out with the M16 and everything. They had a side by side with a you know person named like Eric or something like that. And they said, <laughs> you know, they're into the same thing. They 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 both want to stop bad guys. Eric can do it. Because he can see something and say something, and I wanted to go, yeah, you can see something and say something, except if they're Muslim, because then you're a racist if you see something and say something. So shh, don't say anything.
3: It's just very scary. Like I said, being I from New York and going back to visit, it's a different world now compared to the New York that I grew up in, and people here in Tucson should really appreciate what they have here.
0: How long have you been here? Uh,
3: too long. Uh, uh, 2001. We came out in August, and then nine eleven happened, yeah. and... Uh, we, I thought I lost my brother. I couldn't get in touch with him for over a week because uh, oh he worked God. at the trade, and he survived both those bombings. One time he was out to lunch and one time on vacation. But you couldn't reach anybody for no. over a week because they seized all the phone lines, basically, because of an emergency. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty scary, but I've been out here since 2001. Uh, the people are so nice out here in
0: Tucson. Yeah. You've got to admit that. I do. Um, I'm sorry? No, no, I, I, I do, and I, it's good that you haven't lost the accent. I enjoy. Never that. will. It's I, my identification. Exactly. Hey, uh, Steve. Thank you for listening, man. And I appreciate you calling, funny call, dude. Thank you very much. Thank
3: you, sir. Take bye care.
0: Bye bye. He would agree with me too about why can't they have a deli? I went out with a buddy from Tucson to New York, and he he was in New York just once, and there was literally a deli uh, if you've been there on every corner. Even when we were taking the uh, Airtran back to JFK, and you go through Queens, there's a deli on every corner. And I say, and he loved the egg sandwiches. And I said, wouldn't it, isn't it crazy that? For some reason, they don't think they can have a deli. Why doesn't somebody open up a deli? You'd make a fortune. An absolute fortune. All the subways would go out of business. Nobody goes to Subway. You get it for six fifty. You get a hero, they call it. They call it a sub out here, a hero. It's on Hero Bread. You get a hero, and it's just stacked high with the boar's head. it boar's head boar's head that's my favorite kind of meat I, it's, it's everybody's favorite kind of meat it's the best and you get that whole big sandwich, it's a real sandwich for 657 bucks you can't beat it you can't be why can't i don't want to wake up early and do it why can't you open a deli <laughs> anyway i don't know how to do that i know i know i know um uh eight forty eight right now on knst am 790 uh let's play real quick um trump said a couple of things that drove people crazy yesterday 64. First, let's do 64. Then when I go to a break and I'll come back and get my take on it, your take on it. Here's what Trump said yesterday in that big TV uh, TV show he did. By the way, I have that whole thing on my page at KNST.com. You can go watch it. I'll put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Here's what Trump said that drove people that support him crazy. Go ahead.
1: I feel having the Democrats in with us is absolutely vital because this should be a bipartisan bill. This should be a bill of love. Truly, it should be a bill of love, what, we can do that.
0: Jeb Bush, of course, right after he said the love, then he said, but there's other things to it, and we have to have a wall, and, and chain migration, and diversity. So it's like they want to concentrate just on that. He's toying with, I think he's toying with people. There's one more that he said, play um 65. This freaked out people right here, 65, here we go. Trump. Is there over. should be
1: no reason for us not to get this done. And Chuck, I will say, when this group comes back, hopefully with an agreement, this group and others, from the Senate, from the House, comes back with an agreement, I'm signing it. I mean, I will be mm-hmm. signing it. I'm not going to say, oh, gee, I want this or I want that. I'll be signing it because I have a lot of confidence <laughs> in the people in this room that you're going to come out with something really good.
0: I'll explain why I think he did that. And I understand why you get frustrated or scared or say, "He's what is he doing? He's nuts. He's giving everything in. I think I know why he did that. We'll get to, to you coming up in 5 aim K-N-S-T-A-M-790, Tucson's most stimulating talk... Oh. Nine oh seven. How you doing? It's your morning ritual. Happy Trump Day. It's raining where we are. If it's raining where you are, take a picture and send it to someone that cares. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. You know what's happening right now? There are uh, there are women that are melting outside. Those are the mean ones. The mean women are melting. It's raining. No, like ex-wives, ex-girlfriends. No, yeah, mother-in-laws. No, I'm just. Um, I'm digging. There, it's like a soup day. Apparently, it's supposed to, as you just heard, clear up throughout the day. But we'll see what if they're right about that. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, an activist judge has struck down the Trump DACA ban. Are you kidding me right now? It's already unconstitutional. Obama did it was unconstitutional. Congress makes laws. Guy guy says nope. You got to keep on giving out those permits till you guys come up with your own law. What? That's why Trump tweeted out this whole justice system is unfair. The courts, I mean, you kidding me, activist judge in San Francisco appointed by Clinton back in 99. Second thing I think you need to know, Martha McSally looks like she's going to throw her hat in the ring on on Friday. Yeah, she's going to throw her hat in the ring on Friday to say she's going to run for the Senate against uh, Kelly Ward and uh, Sheriff Joe. Oh boy, really? Maybe that's why she wrote this uh, or co-wrote this. Big time immigration bill. It's a great bill, but, you know, too little too late for me. Third thing I think you need to know, the city of Tucson, they said, you know what, this whole secondary plan to give people tickets for driving while on their cell phone, not using hands-free, not good enough. We want to make it primary, just like Pima County and Oro Valley, so they're going to do a final vote on this in a couple of weeks, and if they see you driving around, they could pull you over and give you a ticket. Before, they couldn't do that. They can only give you a ticket if you did something else to violate the law. Regina Romero actually voted against it because she said somehow it's racist, that somehow cops are apparently, of course, racist, will pull over Hispanics more. Are you kidding me right now? What a dope. Three things I think you need to know. Yesterday, there was like a Trump TV show, and it was pretty cool, uh, all about uh, DACA, illegal immigration, an immigration bill about to come out. Trump, I think, toying with people, art of the deal, toying with the Dems, the media, uh, and maybe even some of his own supporters will get reaction to all of this as we are welcomed by Dr. Kelly Ward. Uh, good morning, Kelly. Happy New Year.
2: Hey, good morning, Garrett. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope everything's going well with you and your little family.
0: Yeah, we're trucking along. I'm, I'm wanting to get more sleep, but we're, we're trucking along. Thank you very much very for that. Good. Um, well, first off, uh, before we even get any further, you're going to be in Saddlebrook today, right? People can go visit you I up am. there?
2: One hundred percent. I can't can't wait. I'm not sure exactly what time it starts, uh, but it's later this afternoon. I can uh, I'll have it up on my my website uh, uh, and or my Facebook page at Kelly Ward AZ.
0: Okay, fantastic. So, again, she's down here in southern Arizona. If you want to go check her out, go check out Kelly Ward up in Saddlebrook. Uh, And it's a beautiful place up there. It really is nice. Um, Now, what do you think, first off, of uh, that whole Trump TV situation yesterday where, Unlike any president or any politician I've ever seen, he's just like, you know what? Why don't you in the media film everything we talk about in this whole situation? What what was your take on that?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a great great political move to be able to get everyone on the record so that, uh, you know, the Democrats in particular can't say one thing and do another. And the establishment, too. uh, You know, they're kind of... having their feet held to the fire because we now know what's been going on well we don't know what's been going on in the back rooms we know what they wanted to show us yesterday whenever that's what they had to do but i think it was you know politically genius
0: now one of the situations obviously is what to do with the daca illegal aliens and uh the whole misnomer and i'm glad one of the things trump did say is that he said they're not all kids some of them are 40 41 years old so let's you know get rid of that right then and there um I talked to a guy from Fair Federation for American Immigration Reform, Matt O'Brien. Yeah. He was uh, he was in charge of the basically looking over all the DACA forms when he worked for USCIS. And he said it was so ripe with fraud. I mean, even people that said that they were gang gang members were given yeah. approval. It had like a 90% approval rating and he said you never see that. So knowing that, it really bothers me that all of a sudden there may be a deal where it's like all of a sudden one fell swoop, all the DACA people get accepted, and there's nothing we can do about it.
2: Yeah, the, the, the broad brushing and the you know, basically just the mass uh, approval of that population is 100% unacceptable. We, we need to stop talking about DACA right now. We need to start talking about building the wall, border security, and national security. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to ignore DACA. It means that we can't talk about a permanent fix for that population until the wall is funded and built. Now, in the meantime, it's going to take time to fund and build the wall, obviously. And Trump said yesterday it could be done in a year, which I love to hear that. Uh, He said, let's not hear about seven years ever again. Yes, let's not hear about seven years ever again. Let's hear about a year. And so during that time while the wall is being built, I am willing to extend Obama's unconstitutional privileges that he gave to this population to work and to go to school, and then once the wall is built and that border is secure, then we can address that population. During that time, while that those privileges are, are potentially expanded, we have to start engaging in extreme vetting of the DACA population. When we find criminal aliens, they need to be deported immediately. Come on, Garrett, we all know the cost of illegal immigration in this country is massive. When Trump is asking for $18 billion for the wall, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what we spend on illegal immigration. 1.34, I mean, $134 billion, 100, almost $135 billion a year to cover over 12 million illegal aliens and 4.2 million citizen children of illegal aliens, which comes out to about over $8,000 for each illegal alien family that is on the back of taxpayers. We're spending almost $16 trillion on a population who shouldn't even be in this country. It's staggering. It's crippling. And it's disturbing, and it's unsustainable. So to be talking about giving amnesty, which the president said on the campaign trail again and again and again that he would not do, he made promises to those angel families. He made promises to the people who were victims of illegal alien crime that there would be no amnesty. We have to be take a hard line on this and make sure that it doesn't happen.
0: Kelly Ward is who you're listening to. She's on KNST AM 790. She'll be at Saddlebrook this afternoon, and uh, you can go check out her website later to find out when she's going to be there exactly, but you can go check her out and hear what she has to say maybe go ask her a couple of questions. Um, now, is there anything that you would demand that would need to be in some kind of a bill? If there were, I mean, because... We've been basically trying to get perfect for so long because we know it's right. But I guess we have to come to the realization, you let me know if I'm wrong, but we have to come to the realization that we can't really get perfect. We have to get really good. So, God forbid, we have to say, all right, the 700,000 DACA people, um, you can stay at least for a few more years, blah, 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 but we get this in return. What would this be to you?
2: We have to get the wall. And what, 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 and any, the wall anything else? Means- It's a barrier, and it also means, um, you know, utilizing technology to the fullest. It means um, empowering border patrol, and it means accountability for employers and people who come here the wrong way. Use e-verify. If people hire illegal aliens, then they need to have consequences. If people come into this country illegally, they have to have consequences. Uh, I think one of the biggest mistakes that President Reagan made, made was offering amnesty to, the, to people who came here the wrong way. It's become a way of life in this country, and it's become a burden on taxpayers. It's affected every aspect of our society, from health care to education, to public safety, to corrections to our very American culture. And so it, it's got to stop. And people who are willing to negotiate away our children's future are not the people that we want to be representing us in in Washington, D.C.
0: And I've never seen anything so insane in my life, whereas the outgoing Senator Jeff Flake, it seems like the most important thing to him in his life is getting amnesty for illegal aliens, not even trying to still fight for more affordable health insurance and things like that. He literally goes on the Senate floor to talk about amnesty over and over and over again. It's like the guy's lost his mind or he's maybe just shown his true colors.
2: Well, yes, and, and I think on Friday we're going to hear an announcement from Jeff Flake 2.0 um, saying that she wants to be in the United States Senate. She wants to take the mantle up for McCain and Flake. Um, she wants to go on uh, as part of the Washington, D.C. establishment that has failed Arizona and failed the country. But guess what? Arizona voters have already rejected that brand of politics. And I don't think that we're going to let the wool be pulled over our eyes once again by the campaign conservatism and by a pretender uh, who might enter this race uh, on Friday.
0: Yeah, well, look, we're, we, you know, it points to that Martha McSally is going to finally make the announcement. Um, now, she never came out in favor of Trump. She never said she supported Trump, never said she voted for Trump, uh, and all of a sudden, she started to get a little bit cozy to Trump, and it goes against everything that she's basically done in the past. Because she was McCain Junior. and Flake Junior. She she basically was going to pick up the mantle and and take all their donors and everything, and and back all their their their, their you know the their business holders. So she was one of four members of Congress to write this immigration bill that actually is a really good bill. I think it might get pushed yep. out today. Do you think? I mean it. Do you think she's just doing that because she's trying to fool people the way McCain used to right before election time? Hey, I'm the greatest guy ever. And then you get in office Um, and totally total opposite happens.
2: Yes, I I do. I think that that that's the brand of campaign conservatism that the establishment has relied upon um, year after year, election after election. And it's gotten us to the place where we are right now. The people of Arizona, I think, are are much smarter. They're much more savvy. They have... um, you know, really come to know what that brand of politics is. And that's why they rejected it. Come on, Blake, uh, didn't stay in because of this issue. And remember, I hope your, your listeners will go back and look, because you're right. McSally did not uh, support President Trump. She refused to say who she voted for in the presidential election. And then suddenly, I'll tell you the day that the transformation happened, October 25th, 2017, You know what happened on October 24th? Jeff Flake dropped out of the race. Hmm. I talked to somebody from her campaign, and what he told me, and it's very sad, is that Martha sees an opportunity in this race, and she's looking for her next big thing. Well, guess what? I'm looking for the future of our country, for the future of our children, for the future of our grandchildren, not the next big thing for Kelly Ward. It is appalling to hear someone say that, but not surprising because, that is what the political
0: class does. You're right. And by the way, Kelly Ward is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790. And I know that you said you would uh, limit yourself to two terms, which I think is music to people's ears because there should be no career politicians. But ever since Martha came back uh, to Arizona when she wanted to run for Congress going back to 2011 after the, t- the shootings here in Tucson, that's all she did was try to run for Congress, try to run for Congress. And it's like she wants to be a career politician. And I think that's what we just don't want. Um, I. I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, so so let me ask you also, Sheriff Joe all of a sudden jumps in. Yeah, yes. You know, I'm not trying to be an ageist, but the guy's 85 years old. Are you worried that he may siphon some votes from you? Because he's a big Trump guy, obviously. And if he siphons from some votes from you, that's going to do nothing but help Martha McSally.
2: Well, you know, I mean, uh, we share a base of, base of support, obviously, Sheriff Joe and I. And he is a patriot. He has been a leader on trying to stop illegal immigration in Arizona. Um, you know, but what we've done is built a very strong campaign with a broad base of support across all of Arizona and across the country. I haven't been focusing on a single issue like Sheriff Joe has. My campaign's focused on a wide array of issues and principles that are, are so important to Arizona voters. Immigration, of course. Repealing Obamacare. Cutting taxes. Making sure we don't wait 31 more years to address the tax code. Uh, trade. I mean, Martha's been horrible on trade. She's for TPP. She, she was not out fighting against the Iran deal. Anything. Actually, she has a worse voting record than Senator Flake and Senator McCain. If you look at Conservative Review and her Liberty score, it's dismal. Look at Heritage Action. She's dismal. I don't want dismal. I want a bright hope on the horizon for Arizona and for our country. And if we continue down the same establishment path, we aren't going to get there. Are we going to let Mitch McConnell and the insider class, political class in Washington, D.C., decide who serves the people of Arizona? I certainly hope not. I think that, that uh, we're going to activate. We're going to continue down the road that we've been on. We're going to continue with our, you know, our campaign is so strong. We have such a, a wonderful professional staff as well as grassroots across this entire state that, like, you can't believe – I think we really captured the heart and soul of the Arizona voters, not just the Republicans, not just the conservatives, but also independents and some conservative Democrats understand that the America First agenda is what I represent and have for years, because I've been a part of this movement since um, way before even Trump got into uh, into the arena, and I look forward to moving that message forward and getting the job done for our people.
0: You know, you, you brought up the campaign, the professional part of the campaign, and I've seen Ed Rollins a whole bunch of times on Lou Dobbs, and he's got a very dry wit, and he's got a way with words. Uh, and he's been around, he helped Trump, he helped Reagan. How has he helped your campaign?
2: Yeah, he's my campaign chairman. So who could you ask right, for someone better than the the former campaign manager for Ronald Reagan? He put out an op-ed last week in the USA Today talking about a new Reagan reg- revolution, and if people like the Reagan revolution, they should be looking to... To me, actually, as one of the faces, as one of the leaders in this new revolution that people have come to expect. And so I hope that uh, that people will will unite, will join behind me and help me get to Washington, D.C., to be able to to put that you know Trump revolution into place. Uh, I think a lot of things are going to be happening over the next few days politically. This race obviously is fluid. I enjoyed a couple of months of being the, the Republican nominee, but I really never expected to to remain in the race alone. I knew the feeding frenzy would begin at some point, and uh, it looks like it's going to happen this week. But we're we are uh, moving uh, strongly forward with with our agenda, which is. Is the America First agenda that the people of Arizona voted for in 2016 and are going to continue to support in 2018?
0: Were you worried at all yesterday watching the Trump TV uh, TV show? a uh, when he talked about the the GOP bill being the the bill of love, which is you know Jeb's <laughs> words, uh, and saying that I will sign any legislation that you guys bring to me, were you worried at all about that?
2: Well, I don't like to hear those kinds of words. I don't like to hear, I'll find anything that you bring, even if it's bad, because it looks good politically. That's what's not being said. Um, I think that we should be very, very focused on, on building the wall and building it first, and then you know, transitioning to the other issues that are involved in the immigration debate. And, um, you know, I don't like to hear Jeb-isms being used. I think they're very low energy. (laughs) Uh, I also don't like to see people who I know are weak on the border uh, putting out bills in order to politically gain. So there's a lot of political showmanship going on right here. And the people of Arizona have to be vigilant. Uh,
0: Are you getting any help at all from the Republican Party? Or is it too early for that?
2: Oh, I have a, so much support within the Republican Party, from the precinct committee men, the state committee men, many people who are in leadership positions inside um, legislative districts and, and uh, county parties. Uh, the state party has been staying pretty neutral, at, at least um, publicly. I'm not sure behind the scenes what's going on, because I'm not a member of the mm-hmm. Old Boys Club. I'm not a member of um, of any of their clubs. I'm a member of the People's Club, and so uh, we'll see We're, we have a couple of big meetings coming on uh, up this uh, this month the Maricopa County GOP meets this weekend and the state AZ GOP meets the last weekend the last Saturday of the month. I would love to see people come out and support me at those meetings so that um, the insider class sees that the people of Arizona want something different and are supporting board for Senate
0: well, we'll get you on again. I really appreciate the time this morning, but uh, I really want to get you on again, and we will as the campaign continues, and maybe even you know, based on what happens on Friday and what is said, uh, we'll get you on next week to react. Kelly, I really appreciate it, and and uh, have fun out there in Saddlebrook.
2: Hey, it's going to be at three fifteen. I did look it up on the calendar at Saddlebrook.
0: Oh, it's dinner time out join there. Me on,
2: yep, join me online, at Kelly Ward, AZ. All
0: right, Kelly, thank you very much. Take All care. Right, bye, bye-bye, bye, Garrett. Bye, bye. Yes, nine forty-one. Thank you for hanging out. Follow me. On Twitter at Garrett Lewis, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it so we can stay in touch. And things like that. Uh, Son of Irish on Twitter sends me a picture of the rain. I said send it to someone that cares. (laughs) What is that bad? That sounds about right. Yeah. Three things I think you need. No, you need to know. Number one uh, an activist judge. Says Trump stopping DACA. That's wrong. I overrule him. You must keep giving out DACA permits to people that keep applying. Just awful. And Trump tweeted out this is why the, you know, the courts are unfair. I mean, you're totally unfair. This is an activist judge appointed ninety-nine by Bill Clinton. Second thing that I think you need to know. Moth the McSally, throwing her hat in the ring, it looks like, on Wednesday. I'm sorry, on Friday, today's Wednesday, on Friday, saying she wants to jump in the GOP Senate race against Kelly Ward and Sheriff Joe. We'll see what she says. Is this why all of a sudden she is um, acting like she likes Trump? Hmm. Third thing, I think you need to know, Tucson, they voted on an ordinance yesterday, 4-2, to approving it, saying that uh, driving without a hands-free is going from a secondary offense to a primary, meaning in the past they couldn't just pull you over if you were talking on your phone in Tucson. Without a hands-free, you'd have to be doing something else, like speeding or blowing a stop sign, whatever, and then they write you an extra ticket. Now they can pull you over just for that. Regina Romero, amazing enough, voted against it, but only because she said that somehow it's going to lead to uh, more um, profiling and stop, so it's like racist. Somehow it's racist. Uh, three things I think you need to know. I got a great email about that, too, by the way, uh, because uh, Regina said that. She said, oh, this is, this is going to lead to more profiling and more... Like, really? If you have your phone up to your ear, uh, and by the way, it's not done deal yet, probably in a couple of weeks it will be. How does that make sense, right? So I got an email from a listener who said, um, if the Tucson Police Department was really racist, what stopped them from just tacking on the secondary law that Regina now thinks is racist to minority drivers? Does she not see the contradiction here? If TPD is so hateful, they would have already been writing these tickets. You're right. By the way, still nothing from Chief Magnus standing up for his uh, officers to uh, wacko Regina Romero. That's why the officers don't like him. All right, really quick, also, this bill of love, right, the bill of love, real quick, that Martha co wrote with three other members of Congress Republican Congressman Bob Goodlatte, Republican Congressman Mike McCall, Republican Congressman Raul Labrador. Not only in this bill, what is about thirty billion dollars? to a whole bunch of things, including building a wall, investing in new technology, improving, modernizing, expanding ports of entry, adding boots on the ground, five thousand more border agents, five thousand more custom and border protection officers, uh, more construction for additional ports of entry, and full implementation of you ready biometric entry and exit system, which we should have had since nine eleven, but nothing there, right? Uh, and it also authorizes National Guard to provide aviation and intelligence support. That's a big deal. So the wall, all this other stuff. On top of that, it also ends chain migration. This is Martha's bill that she wrote with these people. Stopping diversity visa program, you got that too. Uh, It allows DACA beneficiaries, the DACA legal aliens, to get three-year renewable legal status. Is that amnesty in your mind? Some people think that's amnesty. Three-year renewable legal status, making sure the program is done the right way through a statute. But to be clear, they write in Wall Street Journal, this is... Uh, there is no new or special path to citizenship for these individuals in our bills. So I guess they could just keep doing it over and over and over again. That still competes with Americans. But listen, for 700,000 people, and I know a lot of it was corrupt, I wish they'd say you have to reapply because we're going to actually do a crackdown to see if you are who you are and if you if you really will help the country you hurt the country. That'd be nice. I don't know if it's going to happen. But you got to make a deal, right? Trump has seen... Perfect, destroy the Republican Party. Reagan said, if you can get 60% of what you want, you go back for the 40% later. You get 80% you want, go back for the 20% later. That's what you got to do. So there's no path to citizenship, no voting. I'm okay. If I 700,000 people keep reapplying, you know what? I'm okay with that as long as we get everything else, including, you know what else this has? E-verify. That's huge to make sure illegals aren't getting jobs that legal residents and citizens would like to get. That's huge. Huge. So this is a freaking huge bill that Trump called a bill of love. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it peanut butter and jelly. You can call it pizza. Again, Obamacare, people were convinced it was going to make healthcare great and give it people coverage and be affordable. <clears throat> Remember what's called the Affordable Care Act? You can call anything you want. Trump is rope-doping these people. That's what I think. That's why he had that TV show. Oh yeah, listen to what you have to say. Oh yeah. He's gonna be nice, cordial, this, that. Come on, give me this and I'll do that. That's how you nudge your way in to get a deal. That's what you do with negotiation. You charm, you do the, you do what you can. You do it when you buy a car, you do it when you want to get something, you know, your wife, hey, we can go here, it'll be nice, it'll be great. You tell them what you want to hear, what they want to hear. That's what he did yesterday. And there were people, Levin did it, some others, oh my God, he's surrendering. No, 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 I don't I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I think he's moving at such a fast speed that these politicians have no idea what's gonna hit them. They have no idea. Well, he invited us in, and I guess he invited us in. He really wants to listen. We should probably do something, right? Right. That's what I think. Because it's not just a bill of love and he's giving in on things. 69, please. 69, Ryan. Number sixty nine. Here's Trump yesterday. Because a reporter, you you can't really ask, but he's like, so it sounds like you're kind of changing a little bit. Uh, are, are you okay with like not getting a wall in this deal? Listen, uh, no, there wouldn't.
1: Wall. Right, you. To, you need it, John, you need the wall. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I'd love not to build the wall, but you need the wall. And I will tell you this. The ICE officers and the Border Patrol agents, I had them just recently up. They say if you don't have the wall, you know, in certain areas, obviously, that aren't protected by nature, if you don't have the wall, you cannot have security. You just can't have it. It doesn't work. Ooh. We need a certain portion of that border to have the wall. If we don't have it, you can never have security. Uh, you can never stop that portion of drugs that comes through that area, yes, it comes through planes and lots of other ways, and ships, but a lot of it comes through the southern border. You can never fix the situation without additional wall, and we have to fix existing wall that we already have.
0: Doesn't sound like a bill of love right there to me, does it? No, 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 no. He's giving in and surrendered. Does that sound like surrender to you? Doesn't to me. Uh, But you look at the other side. Before we play more Trump, Mark Warner, Democratic Senator of Virginia, 73. Listen to what he says about uh, illegal aliens. And then we'll play another one where he talks about the wall. Listen to this. Here we go.
1: Andrew, for a long time, we've said as part of major immigration reform or even part of giving this immediate relief to these dreamers, 97 percent of them, by the way, who are either working in school or serving in the military, they're
0: integral to our country. Oh, they're integral. By the way, how many of those jobs could Americans have, right? Ninety seven percent anyway. And now listen to him talking about. Um, this is the Democratic way. Yeah, number 74 about border enhancement. Listen to this.
1: We would be open to some level of enhanced border security. So we level? ought to look at that border security by the experts. Some of that might be fences, some of that might be increased drones, some of that might be electronic surveillance. Mm. Uh, so there's ways to improve border security. We'll look at that. But remember, when Mr. Trump claimed the wall, he said the wall was going to be entirely paid for by Mexico. So if Mr. Trump wants his glorious, mm. uh, beautiful wall that he says, uh, bring along a check from the Mexican government and I think we'd be uh, wide open for
0: what a dope. He's saying I don't think I need to pay. We shouldn't pay for border security. We'll have some level of enhancement. No, Americans crosses the aisle by the way, by the way, both political parties, they want actual protection. God, they don't realize what they're doing. Dude, do they? I'm telling you, it's rope a dope. By the way, if they got 18 billion and Trump said I could do it for cheaper than 18 billion. If they spend 18 billion, do you know how much of that is in uh, is is part of the federal spending? Do you know percentage 0.034%. I have that story up on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Uh yes, if they spent 18 billion on the wall, it would account for point zero three four percent of all federal spending. We're good. We're 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 good. Right? Um now let's just do real quick 66 on DACA people because Trump, listen, he wasn't he I'm wasn't it, he wasn't selling out. He wasn't listening to him talk about DACA people and his version of a clean. Because like, oh, my God, he said he'd do a clean DACA bill. Yeah, listen to what he thinks. Here we go.
1: No, I think a clean DACA bill to me is a DACA bill, but we take care of the 800,000 people. They're actually not necessarily young people. Everyone oh. talks about young. You know, they could be 40 years old, 41 oh. years old, but they're also 16 years old. But I think to me, a clean bill is a bill of DACA. We take care of them and we also take care of security. That's a very important.
0: There you go. The clean bill for the for the Dems is straight-up amnesty. No border security. That's another time. Yeah, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, do we have time for one more? Quick. What? Make it quick. Let's do uh, 67 real fast. This is what he talked about. He was asked by Senator Hirono about the $18 billion for the wall. Listen
2: now you have put it out there that uh, that you want 18 billion dollars for a wall or else there will be no is that still your
1: position yeah i can build it for less by the way
2: but you want
1: i must tell you i'm looking at these prices somebody said 42 billion this is like the uh, aircraft Mm carrier started off at a billion and a half and it's now at 18 billion now we can do it for less (laughs) we can do a great job we can do a great wall but you need the wall and i'm now getting involved i like to build Under budget okay, I like to go under budget ahead of schedule. There's no reason for seven years also. I heard the other day, please don't do that to me. Seven years to build a
3: wall. We can build the
1: wall in one year and we can build it for much less money than what they're talking about. And any excess funds that will have a lot of, whether it's a woman rink or whether it's any, I built under budget and I built ahead of schedule. There is no reason to ever mention seven years again, please. I heard that. I said, I, said, I wanted to come out with the Major news conference, Tom, yesterday. No, they can go up quickly, it can go up effectively, and we can fix a lot of the areas right now that are really satisfactory if we renovate those walls and those fences.
0: There you go. Look, the Homeland Security Secretary, don't tell me seven years anymore. Get it done in a year. That's the business, man. 953 will continue. I have something funny to say. You got to hear this coming up on KNST.